0: Megastar Outlandish Zicky Dice, Twitch sensation, professional wrestler, magician, musician, Swiss Army knife of entertainment. And you're listening to the best breakfast wrestling and sports podcast on your Fridays the E's and B's podcast. Outlandish. Hello, nerds. It is I, said he. The Mad Showman, Chongo S. Bronson. And this is the B's Knees on the E's and B's podcast. You better have your A's and B's and cross your I's and dot your T's. We are here to perform for you, the people. Yes, yes, I know it was good. Yes, one take, no mistake, Chongo in the booth. That Prince Martini.
1: Good morning all you wrestling and sports fans, this is the E's and B's, the bacon and eggs of pro wrestling sports podcast, and I'm your host, Eddie B. will be around to get your order soon we've got a chongo style breakfast for you today special guest from rocky mountain pro chongo branson also march madness baby and nfl free agency talk golf talk racing recap and everybody's favorite you guessed it some wrestling you're listening to the best Breakfast Wrestling Sports Podcast on your Fridays. It's the E's and B's Podcast. Baby! Happy Friday. Welcome in. I'm your host, Eddie B., you're listening to the best breakfast wrestling sports podcast on your Fridays. That's right. Like I said, we got a great show in the opening. Special guest, Chongo Bronson from Rocky Mountain Pro. we got a lot of talk about in the sunny side up. We'll get to him in the meat. Also, we'll talk some scrambled eggs in a little while. And, of course, always wrapping things up. We'll bring more in and we'll talk the toast. To let you know what we got going on coming up and all the good stuff. But, hey hope you guys are enjoying your day out there welcome in let's get right to it here on the sunny side up uh march madness is upon us folks that's right the tournament started yesterday not too sure how many brackets are already busted but probably not that many i know i've uh filled one out for a little small wager that we got going on here at the E's and B's compound should be a little bit of fun with the family we'll have to wait and see how that turns out but uh Definitely excited for this weekend. As we know, next week when we talk, we'll be cut down to the Sweet 16. So we'll definitely touch a lot more upon it when we get closer to, obviously, breaking these things down. Also, pay attention a little bit later. We'll talk about it in the toast. We've got a special giveaway going on uh, this weekend for March Madness season. So make sure you pay attention. We'll talk about that later on in the toast. Hey, let's talk about PGA last week, folks, the Players' Championship. Well, Justin Thomas, he wasn't leading most of the weekend, and he pulled, pulls through and, and pulls a 14-under to become the uh, Players' Champion <clears throat> this year. Pretty good tournament there, obviously, this this week there in Florida at the Honda Classics underway. We'll let you know who pulls that out uh, next week here on the E's and B's. Also, folks, uh, well, we talked a little bit about it last week, and it's upon us now. Free agency, have, the doors have been kicked open, and things have been running rampant. Uh, not not really a lot of big news to, to jump on about, but the big news, obviously, or the big talk, I should say, is what the cheaters, I mean, the Patriots have been up to, and they've spent almost uh, $82 million, eighty-one point three to be exact, in this free agency so far uh re-signing cam pat or cam newton back uh for their quarterback and they're picking up a lot of a lot of uh big men to put around him and also on that defensive side that defense is going to be stellar i hate to say that being the huge dolphins fan that i am speaking of dolphins we didn't get fitzpatrick back he moved right on into washington i'm sure he'll be their starting quarterback so congratulations to him the Packers holding on to Aaron Jones, another member that we thought might be uh, making his way down to Miami. He ends up staying up there in Lambeau. So, uh, Congratulations to, to Aaron Jones as he'll be their running back. Uh, big news here in Denver, Von Miller. They picked his, uh, picked up his contract, and he'll be here for at least one more year. Unless something else happens, we'll have to see uh, later on this season how that shakes out for him. I know fans are really excited as it's been a rocky season or a rocky Last season, I should say, since he hasn't played, he was injured. A lot of uh, news outside of football. We won't dive into that here on the E's and B's. But yeah, good news maybe for the Broncos picking him back up. Uh, Andy Dalton now is a bear, folks. That's right. That's another one that the Broncos kind of had their eyes on, I thought. And uh, he slid his way for a $10 million deal down there, or up there, I should say, in Chicago. So keep your eyes out for the, the rocket, the red rocket, I guess it is, there in Chicago. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, he keeps bouncing around. He's landed back in Houston. And also, folks, if you didn't catch the news yesterday, huge news in Houston as uh, Deshaun Watson, I don't think he's going to have to worry about who's going to want to trade for him now because news coming out yesterday, the there is uh, a sexual assault charges pending possibly about, about Deshaun Watson. We'll keep you guys posted on that. And I just want to say as a Dolphins fan, Miami, please do not sign or trade for this guy. We don't want him. Obviously, he's got some baggage. And now it looks like Tyrod Taylor will be stepping right on in that that, uh, starting position there in Houston. So we'll keep our eyes on that. Uh, I know there's a lot more moves going to be made. And there's been a lot more moves made. As I said, the free agency door is wide open. We'll report on the bigger news as it comes in next week, folks, for the NFL. That's all I got. Let's keep things rolling here on the sunny side up. Let's talk some racing. How about last weekend? Martin Truex Jr. That's right, folks. He gets the win in Phoenix. Not my pick, so that's going to put me well, folks. 0-4. That's right. Four weeks in a row, I cannot get the win right. But uh, I'll let you know who I got this weekend as they're going to be running it down there in ATL. That's right. Going going on Sunday in in Atlanta, and that's a fast, pretty uh, sketchy track in my opinion. I know my father used to go there back when I was growing up. I I remember he used to travel twice a year with his friends to uh, go to the Atlanta races. And and I think it's ironic that this year we've had a huge snowstorm out here in Colorado. It made me remind me, excuse me, of a year when my father went to the Atlanta race and they actually had to cancel the races down there because of a snowstorm. He had to come back home and then return back, I think, the following weekend because they bumped in like a that next weekend was actually going to be their week off or whatnot. I can't remember how it went down, but I knew he had to go back because he still had the ticket, and my mom wasn't very happy about that. But that's just the memory I thought of this week when we got that huge snowstorm. I hope everybody's doing okay out there in Colorado land. Big, big winter winter uh, storm that happened over last weekend into the beginning of this early week. So hope you guys are all safe out there. And everywhere else, obviously, for that matter of fact, I hope everybody's being safe and sound. All you uh, great E's and B's listeners fans out there. But yeah, so this weekend, like I said, they'll be in Atlanta. We'll give you my pick a little bit later on in the Scrambled Eggs segment. Also, folks, I want to talk about coming up in two weeks. Stay tuned as the Tony Cousins will be my guest. Mark and Ben Tony will be coming on to talk about the opening night segment going on down there at the Speedrome in Indianapolis. It'll be fun to have them all. I got some stuff up my sleeve for them. We're going to play some games. We're going to see which Tunney is the better Tony, so to speak, here on the E's and B's. It's going to be a lot of fun, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh, Like I said, in two weeks, we'll be talking to Ben and Mark Tunney. Also, folks, uh, a lot of big talk in the racing world is what's going to be happening in two weeks down in Bristol as the dirt's been laid out. They've been practicing and testing on it now for over a month. Uh, The dirt modifieds have been tearing it up there at the dirt nationals. It's bad fast. I can't wait. And what I want to speak about is what's really been going on this past week is all these cup guys finding rides for the truck race, which will be going on the same weekend that they'll be racing, obviously, but it's just funny to me. These guys are getting some extra seat time on that dirt. That's how serious they're taking it. I can't wait. That means that the the cup race will be a good one if these guys are going and running truck races two nights prior. Also, folks, for the first time ever this year at the truck race, they will have a wife and husband duo starting the race uh, as the number 52 of stuart Friesen will be starting and his wife jessica freeson will be giving her shot at the truck series for the first time on dirt now let's don't get it twisted folks she races outside of just the trucks we know that obviously she's just not walking right into this and and trying it out for the first time she's got some experience so it'll be interesting to see the battle on the dirt between the husbands and wife next week i can't wait we'll we'll, we'll or excuse me in two weeks We'll definitely keep you guys posted on that. Heck, we might even throw a poll up there on the old Twitter machine and see what you guys think. Also, folks, as as I mentioned last week, open practices and things are starting to shake out around the country for all the small tracks and short tracks. Uh, out there we can't wait to hear we'll be we'll be touching on a lot of these tracks like colorado national speedway here in colorado uh, speed drum sports drum Uh, obviously we talk a lot about showtime speedway in florida dillon motor speedway excuse me i-25 speedway a lot of different small shorter tracks that i know a little bit about or know somebody that races there so we'll be touching on that all year long folks once the racing season kicks off and like i said stay tuned in two weeks when the tony cousins come on it's going to be a lot of fun well, folks, that's all the, the sports talk I got for now. Let's get into what you guys have all been waiting for. Let's talk some wrestling. All right, all right. As we do here on the E's and B's podcast, we dive into all five brands. Now, not always every week do I go over everything that happens. Obviously, we we all would be here forever if I touched on everything. But we highlight what's going on in all five brands, give our thoughts and opinions. And also, we love to hear your comments and thoughts out there in E's and B's land. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, follow us wherever you find your podcast at. Hey, make sure you pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family member. Heck, tell somebody about the best breakfast wrestling sports podcast on your Fridays. That's right, folks. It's the E's and B's podcast. Well, in the wrestling world, there's a lot going on. As we know, we're getting closer and closer to WrestleMania season. All five brands stepping their game up, in my opinion, uh, putting on some decent shows in the last uh, week. Actually, last few weeks, to be honest. Um, obviously, we know AEW trying to rebound from a mishap at the end of their pay-per-view. But, in my opinion, what happened Wednesday night has set the world on fire, and we'll talk about that here in just a minute. But the other big news, Andrade announced he wants out folks he's ready to move on from wwe that was the big news at the beginning of the week i can't wait to uh, see what really shakes out with this as we know his old former valet or so to speak or his manager zelina vega she got let go a long time ago and um you know there's been a lot of rumor kick up that she was coming to au or aew or is coming i don't know what you guys think out there i'm not too sure if uh, that's a good or bad move i know the women's division could always use some more people over there at AEW, but what happened this week? You know, maybe might bring in a lot more uh, bigger names, so to speak. But we'll keep our eyes on that, see where Andrade lands. I know New, Ju- excuse me, New Japan Pro Wrestling would be a good spot as well for him. Um, but heck, who knows? Maybe even Impact. He's a he's a good talent, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. As we all know, he is dating or engaged or whatever to Charlotte Flair, so. You know, she's definitely a WWE lifer, in my opinion. I don't think her, or I don't see her ever moving from there. So it'll be interesting to see if her persuading thoughts to him make a decision and where he goes. Also, folks, if you guys didn't see uh, on SmackDown last Friday, Big E's promo after his match, man, this guy's on fire, folks. You need to take a minute out of your time, go back, check it out. Uh, you know, I want to know what your guys' thoughts are on it. Is this is this the right way to? pushy in this character form or are you guys still down with the old comedy biggie i mean don't get me wrong i love that biggie but what i seen last week in that promo i want to see more of and and that makes me feel like he's a bigger bigger man and i think that there's a good or a better chance i might say just to speak on that he will be getting the push that he deserves hopefully very very soon let's talk about raw raw uh well miz is tired of all the you know, talks not about him no more, and he's tried to take advantage of Drew McIntyre, but uh, obviously the big story out of Raw is the Drew McIntyre-Bobby Lashley kind of head-to-head meeting. These two mean business, and I like the fire that I'm seeing out of Drew McIntyre. I think it's going to be uh, a great showdown at WrestleMania. A lot of other talk about this week, Bobby Lashley maybe, and Brock Lesnar in the future, as that could be. Something that would be, I think, maybe better set for next year, in my opinion. If he's not going to show up for the first match against Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania, then it's not worth it. You can't have Bobby Lashley wrestle Drew McIntyre and then turn around the second night and have him wrestle Brock Lesnar. Just takes the sizzle out of it, in my opinion. But we'll keep our eye on that. But uh, The New Day, they got their belts back uh, last Monday night. That's pretty great to see. We'll see what kind of challenges that uh, arise upon this. As we know, Osmo and AJ afterwards kind of confronting them. And, you know, they kind of shook it off like you guys are on a tag team. And let me just say this. I think that there will be something in store for WrestleMania now as they uh, announce they want to challenge them for the, the titles. So we'll keep our eyes on that. I think that's going to be interesting to see, one, Osmo finally getting in a match. Hopefully uh, he's well tuned and ready for it. But two, just how well this thing will shake out between you know AJ Osmo and the New Day, you know what their chemistry will look like. We'll have to keep a close eye on that one. Also, last Monday Shane McMahon and Strowman kind of getting into it. Well, it didn't last long. Obviously uh, Shane McMahon had to get his spots in, if you know what I mean. As he got a huge leaping elbow drop onto the uh, commentator table, as it obviously burst. With Strowman on it, and then what kind of happened next shocked me. And if you guys have not seen it, go back look look it up. It's kind of childish in a way. It brings back a few memories. But what it was was there was a couple five gallon buckets of green slime, and it was the Nickelodeon looking slime, if you know what I mean, uh, underneath the ring anyhow. And Shane McMahon poured it on on Braun Strowman to kind of embarrass him. This, obviously, we know is setting up the feud between these two that's going to lead to WrestleMania, as Shane McMahon, I think, is going to get his last match in this year at WrestleMania at some point, and then he's going to retire. Uh, that'll be interesting to see how this thing shakes out. As we know, we got a few more weeks leading into WrestleMania. Fastlane's coming right up. We'll talk a lot more about Fastlane next week. Also on Monday Night Raw, Matt Riddle got a big win over Mustafa. I watched a little bit of this match, um, you know, because I'm not a huge, obviously, whatever that click's called fan. And but I want to say these two meshed up really well. Uh Riddle getting tossed around a little bit. He so- sold very well for Mustafa and I think this will obviously lead into WrestleMania as well. Uh into the night out Bobby Lashley beat up Sheamus. Still a pretty decent fight. Not a bad night of matches there on Raw. A lot of storytelling. A lot of continued storytelling. That's what I like. That's what we like I should say here on the E's and B's. Uh, if you didn't check it out, go back and check it out. After that, we will talk about Impact. Impact was the Fallout show from Sacrifice. And if you didn't know, the Good Brothers lost their titles to Finjuice. And uh, they they fought Tuesday night against Triple XL, got the huge win over them. But afterwards, we're confronted by the uh, Good Brothers. And what it shakes out to be, folks, I think what's going to happen is I don't think the Impact Tag Titles will be defended until at least April because it sounds like Ven and Juice are going to run to Japan with those titles. Um, We'll talk a little bit more about that story in the Scrambled segment as uh, obviously we know there's been some some, uh, Twitter talk about that situation. Uh, We'll dive into that here in a little bit. Also, uh, what happened on Impact on Tuesday night? Rhino got a big win over Jake something. Rhino, we know has joined the Violent by Design team. And I want to mention something that caught my eye as Brian and I, we do the E's and B's brunch. We check up our catch-up on the 96 Monday Night Wars. And we were watching a couple weeks back. I saw Public Enemy making their debut. And on their shirts, Public Enemy actually had on the back Violent by Design. And it instantly made me think of what's going on right now at Impact. So pretty cool crossover there. Just want to throw that out there. But... This night, like I said, Rhino is now on that Violent by Design squad, and boy, they look killer uh, as they did. They did a, a number there on Jake something. Uh, also, main event for the Impact show was Sammy Calhoun taking on Trey Miguel. Let me tell you, that was another good match. I kind of wasn't wasn't sure what to expect, and it overperformed in my eyes. I like both those guys. Sammy Calhoun sometimes is one dimensional wrestler where he can only wrestle with certain people. At least that's what some people say. I believe this night he proved that he could wrestle with anybody. And I love what he does. His character's great. Uh Trey Miguel still trying to prove himself, still teetering on that line of is he a hill or is he a face? Well let you me know what you guys think out there. That was impact. Let's keep things moving as uh NXT is what we're going to talk about next. Obviously, went down on Wednesday night. Another decent showing on on uh, NXT as they're building up for their big two-nighter coming up here in April. Obviously, we'll dive into that once it gets here. Uh, a lot of UK people showing up this week on the NXT, which I thought was fantastic. You know, It tells me that they're bringing these guys over, getting them ready for the big pay-per-view coming up. Uh, that's great because that means we're going to have good shows leading up, to, if you know what I mean. Uh, they started the show out with, obviously, Finn Balor and Karrion Cross. These guys are going to come to head. We know this. But on this night, they had to team up at the uh, end of the night. We'll talk about that here in just a few minutes. They had to team up and take on the tag team champions. And, but they started the night out with these guys in the ring. It was pretty good showing. We know there's a lot of stuff going on over here. Also, a big talk about NXT was maybe the COVID outbreak as some stars, as, as I'll go through this, did not weren't there that normally would be there, obviously. Um, we're not 100% sure what's going on, so we're not going to speculate. We're just reading and, and telling you what we read on the line. Uh, they started the night out with Dexter Loomis getting a huge win over Austin Theory, and Austin Theory was concerned because, obviously, the way wasn't there to support him, he uh, talked to him in the back on the iPad or whatnot, and that's what I'm saying that Obviously, that might have been part of some of the people that got hit with this. I mean, I'm not saying they got COVID. It just could have been the precautionary things going on. You know how that is the trace, how they do that these days. That's you know just precautionary situations. Uh, after that match, Cole he uh, came to the ring and stating that he wants revenge on O'Reilly and obviously wasn't gonna leave until O'Reilly showing. But we know O'Reilly was not there as well. He came on the big screen. And this feud here is going to be good, folks. I can't wait to see how it shakes out. Adam Cole, obviously now he's moved on from, from being in an undisputed era, and it's going to be one member at a time, it seems, and O'Reilly might be the first on the list. So that that was a pretty good promo, but I liked every bit of it. After that, Jordan Delvin, he uh, shows up. He's from the U.K., and he smashes Escobar in the mouth. And, uh, man, this one also looks like this is setting up for maybe what they are Leading us into for their double double night pay per view when that happens, and I think that these two guys here are gonna put on a heck of a show. Might even steal the show. If you guys have not heard of them, go check them out. Jordan Delvin and Escobar, the champion, the cruiserweight champions. They, uh, there's something to keep your eye out. Uh, Dakota Kai got a singles win over the newcomer Zoe Stark. A lot of talk about her on the line this week. Uh, I, I think that she, over time she's gonna be great. So we'll keep an eye out for her. Uh, after that, they had Ciampa, who was single-handedly basically taking on Imperium. He got the win, but afterwards, well, it didn't end out too well for him. As Walter showed up from UK, that's right, the big guy, and uh, they put the stomp down on on Ciampa. Um, obviously, another storyline, like I said, folks, a lot of storytelling this week in all five brands, and I'm loving every bit of it because it's not short-term. This is stuff that they're, you know, obviously... The UK guys they can't be in any of these other NXT stories here recently because of obviously the pandemic. But now that they're all on the U- or on the US side, why not throw them in right away? And I think they did this right on this night. Uh, also, LA Knight got his first debut win, and like I spoke earlier, the main event of the evening. Well, the tag team cha- NXT men's tag team champions. Birch and Lorkin, they took they took on Finn Balor and Karrion Cross. Well, if you didn't see it, I won't spoil it. These guys, like I said, they're they're on a path of destruction, no doubt. I I cannot wait to see what happens. That's NXT from Wednesday night. A great showing, like I said, that it just keeps getting better, folks. As we're getting closer and closer to Mania season, uh, we know that there's going to be a lot of more storytelling coming up in the next two weeks or so. Well, let's talk about the last thing. On the wrestling side, before we bring in our guests from Rocky Mountain Pro, let's talk about what happened Wednesday night, AEW Dynamite. If you have not seen this, folks, I promise you, you're sleeping underneath a rock. The best lights out match I've ever seen. Obviously... We're dedicating all of our shows this month to Women's History Month. And they dedicated the main event Wednesday night on AEW to the Women's History Month as Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker were in a blood and guts banger. We'll talk about that here in a second. But they started the night out with, well, a great start as Cody and Penta, we know from last week they got a little history going on, a little feuding. And they started the night out one-on-one matchup. It was a great match. Penta worked on the shoulder. You know, Cody rebound. He ended up sneaking in there and getting the roll-up win at the end. But Penta, you know, this feud is not over. And uh, Penta was trying to attack. Obviously, the Nightmare family come to save the day. But what the sketchy part was at towards the end where QT Marshall come out way late, a dollar short, whatever you want to say. But it seems to me that he's just proven each week, each week that he's fixing to switch sides on these guys. And uh, maybe Penta will be one of the people that he joins with. We'll have to wait and see. Hey, Jake got a, another win in what would be basically her first singles match since the pay-per-view, or excuse me, since tagging with Shaq. And it was a good one over Danny Jordan. Uh, she's getting a lot better, folks. If you haven't seen her, she's worth worth the watch. Go, go check her out. After that, we had the best promo I've seen to date. That's right, MJF and the new fraction. That's right, folks. The pinnacle, obviously, FTR, Sean Spears, Warlow, and MJF with Tully. That's right. They came out and explained themselves. And I want to say this. MJF put it out there, and he put it out there well. Pretty much hit on point on everything that's been said in the last few months, either whether it was hating on or hating with. He he put it all to rest, and now we know what's going to happen as there's a collision course with the Inner Circle and these guys coming real soon. I can't wait. I think it's great. You know, like I spoke last week, I think it's the new four horsemen in my eyes. And what? why not the best group to put together? I think they did an excellent job. And they keep showing us a little tidbits of how, you know, it was right underneath our noses and we didn't know it. So I think that's even better. So we'll keep our eyes out for that. I can't wait to see what's in the future for all of these guys. After that. A 10-man tag match as Private Party Hardy and The Butcher and Blake got a win over Jurassic Express and Bear Country. But I just want to speak about how Bear Country, I think they came in with a little chip on their shoulder and it, it showed. And these guys feuded with their own partners as that's a storyline I think they will be setting up here in the future. I can't wait to see with Bear Country. I really like their, the way they work together. Big dudes. And uh, to see them maybe on the, uh, the mainstream a lot more will be a lot better here. In the future, after that, that's the promo I'm talking about. It was John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Man, they were just clowning around, folks. They uh, picked on the Good Brothers for a while. It it got a little deep. Um, this I love Eddie's take on this. I mean, he really he showed both sides of the spectrum of him. He clowned for a minute and then he got serious and he made you believe both ways that when he was speaking, John Moxley kind of threw his two cents in here and there. Still believable, but this promo, I thought, was great. And it still carries on what we've been talking about since, obviously, Revolution. After that, we had a Christian promo, which also was pretty good, folks. He's uh pretty much telling everybody why he's there. I won't spoil it. Go back, check it out. It's a good promo from Christian. And then that led into the uh, tag match where Moxley and Eddie Kingston were taking on the Good Brothers. And I was pumped for this one. Uh, obviously, it started hot and heavy. It was inside, outside, like always. We got a little bit of, a little bit of craziness, like we always get when we get Moxley in the ring or Eddie Kingston. But all in all, pretty decent tag match for the first time seeing Moxley and Eddie tag together. They get the win in another roll-up situation. How what a coincidence, right? But uh, afterwards, is what was to be talked about as Omega came down. They got Moxley and uh, Eddie Kingston jumped. And they had Moxley's head in the chair. And just before Omega was about to jump on the chair, the Young Bucks come to save the day. That's right, folks. Bullet Club's own Young Bucks coming to tell their own Bullet Club members not to hurt John Moxley. We're going to have to keep our eyes out for this as now we know the Young Bucks don't want nothing to do with Omega and the Good Brothers. I think this is classic. Also, folks, don't forget Omega's lined up to be taken on Rich Swan on Impact coming up real, real soon. So it's going to be a good wrestling season coming through the summer. That's for sure. Spring and summer, I should say. After that, folks, they led into another promo where it was supposed to be Sting and Darby Allin with Tony, and it turned into a spot fest between Top This as Lance Archer came out, tried to talk, talk over everybody, and then Taz did the same with uh, the FTW crew And, or excuse me, the Team Taz crew. But what shocked me was what happened. Brian Cage taking the mic out of Taz's hands and then giving mad respect to Sting. And now, it shook up the uh, Taz team pretty heavily to say, I think there's something brewing over there at Team Taz. We'll keep our eye on that as, you know, Cage kind of stepped out of character there for just a few minutes. Uh, After that, Ray Phoenix got a singles win over Angelico. Two great acrobatic athletes. Pretty decent match. I think it was placed just perfect on this card. Because what I want to talk about next was the main event of the evening. And folks, if you have, like I said earlier, not seen or heard about this yet, you're sleeping under a rock. As it was the lights out match. No disqualifications. Falls count anywhere between Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. As we've talked about weeks and weeks before, these two have been feuding, and they do not like each other, but I think after Wednesday night, they've probably gained a little bit of respect for each other, folks, as this was a gusher, and what I mean by a gusher was crimson mask for both, Britt Baker bled everywhere, unfortunately she did not get the win as Thunder Rosa finished her off with a Thunder Driver, through a table on the outside, folks. This had a little bit of everything. Um, I mad praise on Twitter, folks. Like I said, it's been all over the social media networks all week long since it's happened. But standing ovation from us here at E's and as those girls deserve it. They show why they could be main eventers at any time. Like I said, folks, please take a minute out of your time. Go back and check out now what I might say. So far, match of the year, folks. And that's right, a women's match, as they laid it out there. Well, well done. This stole the show, obviously. In my word, it stole the whole week. We had some great shows lined up all the way to this, folks. And Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, like I said, they stole the show. Once again, we want to give them a round of applause from us here at E's and B's we salute all the women wrestlers out there but folks next we got a special guest coming up that's right from Rocky Mountain Pro stay tuned he's a wild man he's fun I can't wait to talk to him it's Chongo Bratzell He's one of my favorite people to watch here local. He's a jiu jitsu medalist, a black belt, a stuntman, a writer, a director, but most importantly, he's a wrestler. From Rocky Mountain Pro, it's Django Bratzer. Ta da! Hello, nerds! Capital right. to see you all
0: again. Wow, it's a, it, I can't believe you got me tracked down. You did a tremendous job.
1: You've done your homework, old chap. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for finally coming on our our show here at E's and B's. If you don't know, this is Chango Bronson from Rocky Mountain Pro, one of their best wrestlers, in my opinion. But hey, we're going to dive into his life, find out a little bit about him. Are you ready, buddy? I am
0: ready to perform. Are you ready
1: to perform? I'm born ready. Here we go, my man. Tell Tell my fans and listeners out there, Chango, how'd you get your start in wrestling?
0: Well. As a young, as a young little mini chongo back in the day, I I grew up in a rather, a rather tough neighborhood and I had to learn how to scrap, as they say. So I actually started wrestling, uh, uh, amateur freestyle wrestling at nine. And the place that I did that at, at nine years old, there were luchas that trained there. And I just always had sort of just enough access to get, like I was taking bumps as opposed to like breakfalls in a traditional martial art landing taking like theatrical pro wrestling style bumps as early as like 9 and then i really got into it at like 17 and it was either go to college and play football and wrestle in college or go to pro wrestling school and i ended up at that time choosing college cuz you have a smaller window but uh i mean pro wrestling was always my first love and my deepest passion
1: for sure brother Awesome. Awesome. Well, tell me this. Who's your favorite wrestler of all time then? Oh, I don't know, brother. That's a tough
0: question. I got me thinking, thinking, thinking. You know, it's, uh, you know, day one, man, crazy recognized crazy. And I was like, oh, there he is. Hello, old chap. All right. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. I got you. I can feel that. That's one of my favorites as well. Yeah, the, the madness was always like if I got to go one one answer to my head. Obviously, Macho Man Randy Savage is probably my biggest inspiration, but man, there's so many Rick Flair. You know, Bret the Hitman Hart in a lot of ways I could say because that was probably the guy that was the genesis of the light bulb going off in my head of submission wrestling, sure. shoot grappling, technical. Yes technical submission chaining and and his storytelling was the inception of me understanding how to technically break a person down with submissions and, and technical grappling in a way that became my profession sure. you know that, was, that all came from bret hart so there's many Chongos and many answers to that question
1: definitely definitely and like i said watching you here definitely recently. I could see some of those uh, intertwined in your repertoire, if I might say. And that's why I enjoy you, because you're not just a solid straight one wrestler. You've got a couple tools in your tool belt. And that's what makes you, I think, one of the better wrestlers over there. Hey, let's keep things moving here, Chango. How about this? Tell my fans out there, what's the most embarrassing moment you've had in the ring?
0: Ooh, that's a great question. OK, the most embarrassing moment I've had in the ring wow okay let's see um all right i remember okay one that's really i'll tell you one that's like warm-up funny and then i'll tell you the bad one but like the first one i was doing my first show it was i was teaming with my buddy kyle king who's like he's a very big name very very you know very over with kevin kelly and the, the roh types but we were teaming uh that was the pegasus coalition And we were working against some of my buddies here locally, Joe Provider and his guys in the, uh, his cult. He has like a whole cult. And um, I'm working with one of the guys, first time in the ring with him, you know. And I give him, you know, my kick line in the corner. And he doesn't sell my shit. And I was like, this motherfucker is not selling my shit. He was like, oh, okay, you're not, boom. And I gave him a second one. Now he's so uh, turns out I knocked the wind out of him with the first one. <laughs> I know I felt so bad because I was like, "Ooh, because that's not real. And um, this local photographer, Caitlin Rice, she got this like perfect view of like the moment of like ripple impact in like my face and I'm grabbing yeah! like you don't sell this one man Paying for it on this one here's the
1: receipt right <laughs> yeah yeah for,
0: for something that I did here's my receipt for
1: you like uh, I felt like a dick uh-huh. so that was that was pretty embarrassing I have to say all right all right yeah definitely being green kind of Kind of feeling like you want to impress. I could see that, you know, and then this guy's not selling for you. But what you didn't know in the meantime was you got him good. That He couldn't breathe. So, yeah, definitely. I like that. All right. I got one for you here. Obviously, the E's and B's podcast is a breakfast-related podcast. We uh, like to shake things up, scramble the eggs, I might add. But let me ask you this one, Chongo. You're making breakfast tomorrow for a wrestler or wrestling personality. Doesn't matter. Either one. What are you making, and who are you making it for?
0: Oh, that's easy. All right, that's me and Rick Flair, and we are having a crab cake variation on a California eggs benedict. We're probably, you know, we probably got some mimosas. I'm not gonna lie. You yeah. know, it's Sunday. It's Sunday, Daddy. We yeah. have, it, you know, we have a mimosas, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking I might have a little bit of like that creme flam on the, on the poached eggs. It'd be magnifique, man. And then we also have the grapes getting fed grapes at the same time, you know, yeah, it's a good time, brother. That's, I would that's love cool.
1: to join. That sounds like an amazing time. And on yeah. top of that, just to be in his presence, that would be a good thing as well. Hey, let me ask you this. What's your favorite thing about wrestling? It
0: is the most, encompassing artistic medium that I know of. And on top of that, for me personally, this is the platform and sort of the the social identity that allows me, and silly as this sounds, to be my most authentic and genuine self when I walk down the street. If I'm a guy who's working in an office, that's not who I really am. Me, I'm not somebody playing wrestler. I'm a monster playing a man playing a monster. I really am this, I live this, I breathe this, I don't take this off. So me being able to have the opportunity to be a professional wrestler is the opportunity to be my most authentic self.
1: That's that's pretty cool. And not very many people can say that and you pull it off better than anybody in my opinion. And, and you know, the best thing about Chongo folks, if you don't know this, Is he does have different characters that he can bring to the ring and different styles. Obviously, like I spoke before, he's got a lot of tools in his tool belt. And if you have not seen Chongo, you need to take a minute out of your time and go look him up and get a little bit of Chongo in your life, in my opinion. Well, Chongo.
0: I appreciate that, old chap. Not everyone can appreciate a Van Gogh, darling. You know, Walmart (laughs) sells much more wall art. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, because Your tasted, sophisticated palate appreciates greatness doesn't mean it's
1: for everyone and that's okay you know scoops of ice cream and whatnot oh well, sure sure chongo tell me this what's the top three podcasts you're listening to right now wow
0: well, well i gotta tell you number one i mean straight up i'm i'm an old school cornet guy because okay one of the guys who influenced me in my career managed me sat under his learning tree came to his house once a week was kevin sullivan he, he was, he was, he was instrumental in my transition from being a shooter into being a worker. And I mean, he took me deeply, deeply under his wing, booking meetings, phone calls. And Cornette is a guy that he brought up, right? Cornette is under under Kevin Sullivan. Also as a shooter, I have a degree of authenticity that I appreciate. In this in this art form, in this sport of professional wrestling, and so yeah, Jim Cornette's number one, brother. You know, second, and I won't I won't even put my stuff over till the until the go home of the show. So we're gonna leave my show off of it. But okay, number two, um, man, I I actually it's not really a podcast, but the the other thing I do is I have an extensive collection of auditory books on tape, and I go deep hours every single day into listening to the retellings of like the great writers like I've I've probably heard every lovecraft story maybe 20 times I know him you know uh going deep um uh, mr james is somebody I'm listening to right now who if you don't know mr james he's one of the great horror writers of the earliest th- early 19th century and he was uh his way with words I mean you know there's a there's a level of a leaving Room for interpretation that I have sort of tried to encapsulate in the way that I do promos. it, Right? Great art doesn't tell you what it is. Great art leaves it to the interpretation of the person that feels whatever the art makes them feel. And whether you're talking about a horror writer or you're talking about a pro wrestler, that's the same job is to elicit that emotion. And so that's where I draw a lot of my game from these days. When I when you talk about what I listen to, so those. Awesome. Would be my-
1: And those are all great. And and I wrote that name down because, you know, we we love the murder mystery stuff here on the E's and B's as well. My wife, she does a couple murder mystery episodes every once in a while, touching on past wrestlers, you know, just giving our theories and thoughts. So I'll definitely pass that along to her because I'm sure she'll dig into that. That sounds very interesting. Hey, I only got a few more questions for you before I turn the tables over to you, but I got some good ones. All right. So let me ask you this. If you could go back... And be a stunt man in the '80s or '90s for a popular movie. What would it be?
0: If I could have been a stunt man for any movie, any single movie for the '80s and '90s, oh, that's that's it. I would have been the Predator. I would have replaced John and I would have killed. I would have killed Jesse the Body Ventura. I would <laughs> have killed Apollo Creed. Yeah. I mean, okay, Arnold would have got me in the finish, but I was there. I had to put the baby face over, and I I had him chasing all the way to the go-home daddy. (laughs)
1: Yes, yes. Awesome. I I believe it, too. I, I believe it. All right. How about this one? Where's your favorite place that you performed at so far?
0: Wow. Okay. My favorite place that I ever performed at was my first underground pro wrestling show in seattle when i moved back to seattle which is a place i grew up i moved back after 11 years of living internationally living in cali traveling the world came back retired world champion from from the shoot game and uh my first show was at rebar and rebar is one of the iconic venues in seattle the first place nirvana ever played smells like teen spirit was at rebar rebar's green room is you're talking like it's like studio 54 of seattle basically and they didn't have a ring and it was three two one battle and it's like underground it's sort of very if you've seen hood slam very similar like on a stage bar fight style okay. And this is very ahead of their time real campy stuff but dude the energy and just understanding where i was that was like you know, that's like performing at, like, the Viper Room or something. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, it's not the biggest, most, you know, I've i have fought. I played football in the Staples Center when I played arena football. I played football at um, where USC, I can't think right now, in college. I played against USC. They they play where the Olympics happened. I played at big stadiums. But when you want to talk about, like, what green room got me electrified, rebar in Seattle, brother. That would be, that would, like, the most rock star place I ever played. Awesome. Now, now,
1: have you been back or are you just that one time?
0: Oh, no. My name, Chongo's name was on the green room, brother. Oh. I own that bitch. Oh, I took
1: all
0: right. over when I moved back home. That was my first match. I became the king. The, the right. spirit animal of Capitol Hill, El Chongo Blanco back in that day. Many timelines, my brother, but sadly, we lost uh rebar to COVID. Oh, Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, and, and and they were fighting a good fight before that because they were having a uh file for like uh legendary status of a venue or whatever to not sure. just get ran over. But this is the days we live in, and that's why it's that much more sacred to me now.
1: And that makes so much more sense. I, I totally can feel you on that for sure. Yeah. That's that stinks so that happens. Hopefully, maybe in the future something will happen. But hey, just a couple more before I turn the table over to you, man. I gotta ask. What's your dream match, buddy? Who would you want to wrestle?
0: Okay, so, okay. One time, deep on a uh, a DMT excursion where we had to go deep within the inner self to find the deepest questions, the deepest questions before we could find the deepest answers. And I have found this answer at the deepest well. And are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, three-way match. Chongo rampage jackson and darby
1: allen wow wow each yeah. side of the spectrum i get it uh and I my favorite ufc player. fighter of all time both sorry both i've
0: known both those guys a long time wow and the interpersonal dynamic and in the darby be flying and would be ping-ponging and just coming back like a maniac and me and me and ramp would be standing and mm-hmm. banging and it would be a, It would be beautiful, chaotic violence.
1: Yes, it would. It would
0: be punk rock with fists.
1: Awesome. Awesome. I agree. Three of my favorite wrestlers, obviously uh, Rampage, UFC, Bellator, whatever. He's always been my favorite fighter. Man, that would be a match to see for sure, Chongo. That would be great. That's a good dream match. All right, last one I got for you before I turn it over to you, man. Tell my fans and listeners out there, what do you want the Chango Bronson legacy to be?
0: That I lived uncompromised as my true artistic self. And that, in that I, I have earned the respect of the baddest people in the game. Like, I might not be the most well-known person to the average fan out there, but you ask, a lot of the hottest workers in the game right now, you ask a Jeff Cobb, you ask, you know, there. my name is, is important to guys that mean a lot in this business. And that means a lot to me because I care about the, the community and the business and the art and the history as a whole, right? I'm in, the, I've, I chased my dragon in the fight game i chased my dragon in football this is about love this is magic johnson choosing to play on the harlem globe trotters right this is about the artistic merit of the of the art form and i'm just i just want to be known. i want to be remembered as that's a bad motherfucker but he was a
1: hell of a worker i can agree and i think that would be an amazing legacy and i don't think you could say it any better buddy i, I totally agree with that, Chongo, buddy, I'm going to turn the tables over to Chongo here, folks. You can catch Chongo tomorrow night on Twitch, the best wrestling on Twitch. That's Rocky Mountain Pro. And maybe we'll catch him next week at the pay per view event. But Chongo, how about this? How about you tell my fans where they can find all your craziness at and maybe uh, track you down?
0: Well, thank you. It has been the bees' knees to be on the E's and B's podcast and we are killing it with the go home. And here's the truth, darlings. We have so many ways you can get a hold of us. You know, hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Twitter. I'm actually trying to build up my Twitter right now because they told me, Chongo, your Twitter numbers are atrocious. I was like, my Twitter handle is Chongo Don't Tweets, man. <laughs> my literal gimmick of the show is that my arch enemy is the internet. And speaking of the show, the Chongo Don't Show. We are the highest rated weekly episodic Comedy show on Twitch. We had over a million views last year. We have been doing this for a long time. I was at TwitchCon in 2018. We are pretty much the face of pro wrestling to the Twitch kids, and and you know we 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 do crazy stuff, man. We we fight laser multiple timeline battles with laser guitars and nunchucks that have lightsabers on them. It's very cool. It's very cool. So so follow us there, and then pro wrestling history nerds. That's the other thing. My project with Nick Gossert, who's the booker for uh Lucha Libre and laughs and respect women's pro here, here in Colorado, we have a podcast now that is ranked 84th in the world in pro wrestling podcasts out of 84, apparently. Um, but it's fantastic. We, we are going back to the origins coming out of the civil war of pro wrestling in the United States and the Genesis point of where it was pretty much the equivalent of boxing and how the evolution of gambling morphed it into worked finishes, and and then how that evolved into what we know now as a full-on work. And it's interesting because we started back at the very beginning, you know, Strangler Lewis and William Muldoon and, and Mildred Burke and the origins of lucha libre, the first masked lucha libre. The, the check that out, Podbean, pro wrestling history nerds. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Um, I don't remember what else the nerds tell me to say because Chongo does an internet, but um, <laughs> I, I think, and then as far as uh, the pay-per-view, yeah, subscribe to Rocky Mountain Pro Twitch and you'll catch the action. This, this following Saturday on the 20th, we're going to be going hard. Yeah. We're filming so charged. Uh Chongo, they don't tell what, I, they don't tell me what I'm going to do. And I like it that way. Yeah. So I just show up and kick, kick, kick whoever has that I need to kick and go home and call it a day cut print martini. But um, join us on the 20th for Charge and on the 27th for Never Broken, our pay-per-view. And you know what? Let me tell you this. It is false advertised because I promise you, Chongo's breaking something.
1: Nice. Nice. Once again, folks, like he said, check him out tomorrow night on Twitch, the best wrestling on Twitch. It's Rocky Mountain Pro. And next weekend at Never Broken, Folks, before I let you go, go, you got anything to ask, old Eddie B?
0: Well, Champ, okay, I'll switch it on you. What is the um the most embarrassing moment you had in pro wrestling?
1: Um you know, maybe telling my wife that I liked it. And that's not embarrassing to me, I guess, but it was embarrassing at first to her because she wasn't sure how to react. So that'd be maybe the most embarrassing thing. Me, I've never. Unfortunately, stepped in the ring, so I haven't had any of those crazy uh moments like you've got, you know, on your end. So, no,
0: you know, but you're you're here. You're a part of the community. You're part of the the fabric that makes pro wrestling the life that it is. And and we're all in this together, brother. So Absolutely. thank you for having me. This no, has been awesome.
1: No, no, thank you so much for coming on my show, Chongo. And folks, like he said, all of his links to all his shows, his podcasts, his books, his movies, whatever he's doing, will be in the link below. Make sure you check it out. Once again, folks, from Rocky Mountain Pro, it's Shango Baratze. Ta-da! Cut Prince Martini. Yes, yes, yes. What a great interview. So much fun having Chago on. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, follow both of us. He's definitely worth the, the uh, follow for sure. Great time having him on. Can't wait to have him back. Also, like you said, don't forget tomorrow night on Twitch, the best wrestling on Twitch, Rocky Mountain Pro. It's going down. They got some tapings going on. My man, favorite guests here on the E's and B's. The Rocky Mountain Pro champion, Dustin Urich, will be defending his title. And if he wins, he will become the longest reigning champion there at Rocky Mountain Pro. So good luck to our man, Dustin Yurick. That's right. All right, folks. Let's dive into some scrambled eggs here on the scrambled eggs segment. Starting right on off, let's just scramble them. How about that? Last week, or this last week on Twitter, big, big talk of Miro calling out Jim Cornette and company, and uh, I kept my uh, eye on it as, as much as possible until I kind of got tired of it, but pretty interesting words. Um, obviously, Jim Cornette throwing shade towards Miro and Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. Miro just didn't like what he heard, I guess. Uh, I know he's been advised to kind of keep his mouth shut, and he really has it clapped back, so to speak, but uh, Jim Cornette clapped back on his podcast this week and boy it was a good one if you didn't hear that go check that out as we're gonna keep our eyes on that feud as we all know any Jim Cornette feud with wrestling is good good stuff so also uh I've been keeping a close eye on the ta- Tamatonga. you know throwing shade towards the Good Brothers situation and um like I said earlier in the podcast obviously Finn and Juice they uh they took the titles from the Good Brothers at sacrifice, and Tamatanka has a little bit of something to say about it as he kind of went on Twitter and poked pun at the bear saying, you know, your your champions lost to our third place team, which which they are out there in New Japan or New Japan Pro Wrestling. I just thought that was kind of funny. Obviously, he's been throwing jabs left and right at Kenny Omega, Don Callis, and the Good Brothers. And I haven't heard much back. I would love to hear some clap back from those guys. I think that would be great, but we'll definitely uh, keep our eyes out and ears out for that, as we know that probably will heat up going into the future with uh, Finn and Juice taking those Impact Tag Titles to New Japan Pro Wrestling. So that would be interesting. Also, in Indiana, big, big, big talk, folks. My Hoosiers, well, they're looking for a new coach on the basketball side. Obviously, they fired theirs on Monday And I kind of had an insight on that. Big shout-out to my boy Brian as he let me know before it even happened over the weekend. And lo and behold, he was correct. We'll have to see what they're going after, folks. I know what I want. I want a night guy. I want an Indiana guy. I think a lot of you Hoosier fans out there would probably agree with me. It's time to get Indiana basketball back on the map as we've been tossed around with four coaches here in in the last so many years. It's time for basketball. To pick back up there are you That's just my opinion. I'll keep my close eye on it. I know Brad Stevenson, one of the big names thrown out there. Uh, I'm going to throw Dan Fife out there. I bet he's probably going to be in the running. And Thad, who knows? We'll, we'll definitely uh, be talking a lot more once we hear more about it. uh This week, folks, let me give you my NASCAR pick. Like I said, always scrambling things up here. Each week I give you my pick on who I think is going to win the race. Well, this week they're in the ATL, baby. And I'm going with hometown favorite. There in Atlanta. The number 9 machine of Chase Elliott. I've picked him before. Hopefully he'll pull out my first win of the year for me. We'll keep a close eye and obviously report on Atlanta next week on the winners and losers. Hey guys. Also, I want to talk about a thing I've been kind of brushing up on. Or I should say something I was reading up on with a little bit of my spare time. And that's Pro Wrestling Illustrated where they uh, put the new magazine out with the 2020 Achievement Awards in it. And what I wanted to bring to light was, as you know, here on the E's and B's, we obviously push all the indie wrestlers that we can. And we always say the doors always open. So if you're listening out there and you're an indie wrestler or a beginner or whatever you might say, hey, our doors always open. We'll get you on here, tell your story and push whatever you'd like. But what I want to talk about in that magazine was Abaddon was in there from AEW and we know she's from Rocky Mountain Pro. Hasn't been wrestling very long and just to be in the top four in Rookie of the Year, I think, is a big achievement in my eyes. Also, another uh, Rocky Mountain Pro alum, Otis, as he was in there as well. Just um, cool, cool things to talk about if you're where I'm from up here in Colorado, as I always have the great people. Shout out to Matt Yaden there at Rocky Mountain Pro on my show when I can. And to see, you know, hard work pays off. Obviously, in the magazine it shows. So, Congratulations to Abaddon and Otis, you know, big, big uh, props to them. Another thing I want to talk about, folks, this week on the Scrambles segment, let's scramble it up a little bit more and talk about title swaps. I don't know why this came to mind to me uh, over the last week or two or so, but I was just thinking in my head, you know, with WrestleMania season upon us, all these title swapping hands, you know, just seems out of ordinary for me. And let's be honest, folks, I did a little bit of math. And it's been over thirty between all five brands, I might say. Obviously, there's been thirty title swaps, and that's from the heavyweight down to the lowest belt you can get. You know, between all, and it's kind of insane to me to say that because I feel like you know in the old days, the the better storytelling, obviously, the champion held the title, for, title excuse me, for a lot longer. You know, and that told a little bit better of a story. Where obviously we're at a different time. And we know with the pandemic, things are a lot, lot different. So maybe that's part of the reason why there's so many title changes going on in the past year. You know, Let me know what your guys' thoughts are out there in the E's and B's land. If you like all these title changes uh, going on or if you think that they need to get back to a little bit of the old school and make the uh, storylines last a lot longer. Also folks we'll talk about what they mentioned this week at WWE that's right they're the uh, the nominees for the Hall of Fame this year folks that's right they're bringing back the Hall of Fame at WrestleMania and two of the people they've mentioned so far well one Molly Holly she's well deserved and the other one just mentioned uh, just a day or so ago Eric Bischoff that's right WCW owner former owner I should say, Um, Now 83 Weeks podcaster with uh, Conrad there, Eric Bischoff. Congratulations to those guys as they'll be now getting into the WWE Hall of Fame. So that'll be interesting also to see who else maybe they might mention as we get closer to WrestleMania season, folks. Well, that's going to wrap up the scrambled eggs segment this week. I hope you guys enjoyed. So far what we brought to you here on the best breakfast wrestling and sports podcast on your Fridays, folks. It's the E's and B's podcast. Stay tuned. I'm going to drag her in here. We're going to rep your city. That's right. Lauren's coming in. She's going to give us the numbers, let you know where your city's repping this week on the podcast list. Also, we'll tell you what we got coming up in the future. Stay tuned. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast. All right, it's everybody's favorite part of the podcast. Get out your jams, get out your jellies, your cinnamons, your sugars, your butter. It's time to spread it. It's the toast. All right, like to welcome back the brand officer, the statistician, The person that keeps things together. Welcome in, Lauren. How's it going? going,
2: Keep going. Yeah,
1: how's it going today, Lauren?
2: Hello. It's going great. It's another Friday. That's right. Kind of shining here in Colorado.
1: Melting off some of that snow we got from the huge snowstorm. Three inches of
2: wet-ass snow.
1: <laughs> that's right, that's right. Well, hey, let's get right into it, Lauren, as okay. I got some shout-outs to give, Shout-out. some upcoming events, some things to talk about, and of course, we'll get to wet your city in just a few minutes. Well, how about this? Happy late birthday out there to Zach Holcomb. Uh, his birthday was on Monday, so happy birthday from us here at easy <laughs> Also, I want to thank Chiango bronson for coming on this week it was a great great time having him as the interviewee we uh talked a lot about wrestling and a lot of other things can't wait to have him back that's for sure also i want to give a huge shout out to at Ellis john hudson there on twitter thank you so much for the uh the uh, kind tweet that you put out for us just the other day we uh want to thank you for that also, shout out to Texas's, or excuse me, shout out to our number one fan out there in Texas, Tracy Denton. Thank you so much for all you do and subscribing and following us. Also, uh, fans, if your car needs fixed or looked at, how about this? If you're in the Indy area, check out Tony's Auto Service, 8320 Brookville Road, Sweet H. Ask for Ben, tell him Eddie B from E's and B's sent you, and they'll get you taken care of. That's it. Tony's Auto Service. And
2: I know you all out there need your car worked on. I've seen those potholes running through Indiana. They <laughs> that, are massive.
1: That's right. That's right. Also, huge shout-out to Matt Yaden. Thank you for all you do there at Rocky Mountain Pro for us. Shout-out to Rocky Mountain Pro. Shout-out to OVW. Also, I want to give another huge shout-out to my homeboy, Tony Lewis, a.k.a. A-Mill. Tony! He'll be uh, collaborating with us very, very soon on the music side, as he is now considered the E's and B's uh, musician if you might say so be on the lookout for his stuff coming up we'll have a a tie to his YouTube page and all that good stuff here very very soon in the future More to come. also Lauren we also want to give a huge shout out as we've talked about it a few times here this month already it's Women's History Month here in March and we want to give a huge shout out to all you women out there that support us but also make this world go round thank you so much women we We appreciate you Yes, yes. And last but not least, I want to say a huge shout-out to the best show on YouTube. Every Thursdays. it's the Winnipeggers, Chris Jericho, Dave, and Rybo. You know, if you guys need a little laugh in your life, make sure you check them out. They support us. We support them. And uh, it's always a good time when we get a chance to watch them there on YouTube. Uh, coming up next week, folks, we've got Kelly Dowdy from Rocky Mountain Pro, as he'll be running down and giving us a preview of, for next week's pay-per-view event there at Rocky Mountain Pro, live on Twitch, Never Broken. I can't wait for that one as uh, our man Dustin Urich will be defending his title and also a lot of other good stuff as we'll be touching base with Kelly, giving a huge preview next week, so stay tuned for that.
2: Stay tuned for that.
1: Also, don't forget tomorrow night, charge tapings on Twitch for Rocky Mountain Pro, so if you've got nothing better to do on your Saturday night, then how about the best wrestling on Twitch? It's Rocky Mountain Pro. Make sure you check them out. Also, folks, stay tuned. This weekend, Lauren and I will be dropping another video for our t-shirt giveaway this time, and it's going to be Final Four March Madness. Oh, yeah. So make sure you pay attention to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Matter of fact, why don't you like, share, subscribe, follow us. Pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell somebody about the best breakfast wrestling and sports podcast on your Fridays. So make sure you check that out. Like I said, YouTube channel will be having a t-shirt giveaway going down this weekend. Also, it's coming up very, very soon, the third installment of Lauren's Murder Mysteries. Ooh. Yeah, we'll be announcing special guests next week who will be joining her on the third installment. We can't wait to hear that.
2: Nah, it's going to be great.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be outstanding.
2: Excited, been doing lots of research. Also,
1: uh, just a couple things here before we wrap it up, get into those numbers. Folks, if you have purchased something from the Ease and B's merchandise site, please send us a screenshot to either on Twitter or us here at ease and Podcast at gmail.com. And we are gonna send you another gift for free. We have That's
2: something for you.
1: Yeah, we want to show the love. We appreciate all the following, all the kindness that you guys are giving us, and we just want to show that. So make sure you check that out. If you guys have bought something from us, we want to know about it. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, the last thing I got, Lauren, before I turn it over to you, well, how about this, Lauren? Hmm. I'm on Cameo. What? That's right. For all your birthday, uh, anniversary, any kind of announcements you need, or if you just want me to pass along a message that you can't say it yourself, well, check me out on Cameo a small fee and i'll get the job done for you (laughs) that's for sure well lauren with that that's all i've got on this week's toast let's turn it over to you and get those numbers
2: let's wrap your city it's about time okay friday it is march 19th uh today is um spring day Woo! spring begins everybody Chocolate Caramel Day, my favorite. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's Laugh Day and uh, Poultry Day.
1: Not right. sure what that means. All right. Uh, love your chicken. chicken today. Yeah, love your chicken.
2: Uh, also, guys, especially you that I'm about to mention on the top ten here, give us a five-star review on whatever podcast form you are listening to. It helps us get more listeners and, you know, it shows Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening That we are new, noteworthy, and worth the love That's right, that's
1: right Spread the love
2: Spread the love, as I am for you, my top 10 cities of the week Number 10 is Portage, Indiana 9, Fern Creek, Kentucky 8 is Ohio Thank you 7 is Cliché, France
1: Cliché, France Say Cliché, France We're still waiting on you Hit
2: us up Waiting on you Hit us up 6 is SD as in San Diego, California. Number 5 is SJ as in San Jose, California. Number 4 is Washington, Virginia. Now, the top 3 has gotten scrambled, jambled, bambled all the way up this weekend. So, coming in at number 3 is Fort Collins, Colorado. Go. Number 2 is Denver, Colorado. Uh-oh,
1: that means we have a new, number, have a new one. number 1.
2: Indianapolis,
1: Indiana. All right. Thank you so much for all the love, all the support. We appreciate everything you do out there. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, follow us wherever you find your podcast at. And also, pay attention on YouTube. Like we said, we got a bunch of free stuff coming up very, very soon. Well, Lauren, like I always like to say, Mm -hmm. it's time to eat your breakfast. Peace.